0: Welcome, everyone, to the Enthusiast Life DD here. I am your host, Mark Turcott, and uh, joining me here, we have three players who are going to be playing here through this campaign. Initially, we may have some other people kind of joining here as we get going into this story. First up, let me introduce to you Matt Clark. Matt, how's it going, man? Hey, hey, Mark, I'm stoked to be here.
1: Uh, ready to, to roll some dice and see what the fate of the universe has in store.
0: What, uh, what's the name of your character? Let everybody know.
1: Uh, I am, tonight I'm playing Cassian Fairwind. He is a level two Eladrin druid. Uh, so he's a, a type of high elf from the Feywild. Uh, and he is a druid of the Circle of the Stars. So his kind of classification there, specialization.
0: Cool. Cool, cool. And next player we
2: have is Nelius. Nelius, what's up, man? Hey Mark, hey guys, excited excited to play here. And uh, today I'm playing Moa Rockseeker, who's an uh, Arakoa? Arakaukra?
0: Arakaukra, that's how Uh, I've been saying it.
2: There you go, he's a warlock, a birdman, and uh, yeah, he's uh, ready to go. spear in hands, some little bit of magic, we'll uh, see what he gets into today. And a song in his heart. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and our third player joining us, Ken's. Ken's, what's up, man? I'm
3: ready to start this adventure. Um, my character is going to be Rictus the Rogue or Rictus the Unseen. Uh, he's a half-elf and uh, ready to do some sneaking.
0: Yeah, yes, yes. All right, so I do want to, you know, preface this, of course, by saying that this is all a homebrew uh, thing that I've been kind of... St- throwing around in my mind here for a while. We actually did a short uh, one session with Ken's and Nelius. What was that? Two weeks ago, guys, we did that. And so what took place then is technically going to be canon. Uh, We did not record that, so that is not out there, but um, there may be some references to them and when they get to certain places here in the city. And uh, also... Little little disclaimer, I haven't DM'd d in forever. So there may even be some, you know, small little hiccups with the rules and things like that. Uh, so be wary of that. So if people listening, maybe you've never played D&D. And this is a great way for you to learn how to and kind of learn along with some of us too as well. So, um, all right. Are you guys ready?
2: Hey, you're having fun. You're playing it right. That's right. right as long Everyone as
0: gets fun.
1: inspiration. <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> yes. Throat> uh, also, I don't know if you guys noticed the name... Of the campaign is now up on the sheet, and it is the Ballad of Clastonia. So, um, yeah, this is uh, session one for the Ballad of Clastonia. So, that's where we're going. So, you guys ready? Do the music. Ready to go? Oh yeah! All right, here we go. So, I got a little nice little uh, intro for you guys as we as we kind of get into this. So, uh, yes, here we go. Our story takes place in the land of Clastonia an old landmass with a history as rich as some of the inhabitants of its royal city. Along the Emerald Coast sits the capital city of Lanier, an extravagant city filled with inhabitants from all walks of life, but with a fairly strict class system. The city was founded hundreds of years ago, but still has been able to feel modern in its upkeep. It is ruled by one King, King Conrad Berg, who lives in an ivory castle that looms over much of the city. The rich live in a posh district with homes made of the finest granite specimens whose architecture is some of the most incredible in all the land. The disparity in its class system is evident in its quote-unquote working district where life is a struggle with crumbling homes, lack of food, and debris littering all the streets. It is here where most of the population of the city lives, but it is not here where our story begins. To the northeast lies the Silvertop Mountains. Named for their shimmering white and silver rounded peaks, which glisten in the Clastonian sun. Filled with dwarven mines snaking through most of their interior. Much of the area contains remnants of the mining rush of years ago, that many still chase searching for riches and a better life. But it is too often that the dangers of this area take those lives instead. But again, it is not here where our story begins. To the southeast of the mountains lies the town of Windvale, the wild town. It is here where adventurers go to rest, shop, share stories of their journeys. Locations like the Tipsy Hag and Starlight Inn are refuges from the harsh reality of the wilds and where folks can make friends or even stir up enemies. But once again, this is not where our story begins. Surrounding the whole area is a wooded forest known plainly as the wilds. No one quite knows who gave them their name, but it doesn't take long for those who venture into them to realize just how dangerous a place they are filled with old ruins caves and creatures of all kinds the wilds have earned their name and are respected by those who traverse them and it is somewhere within these forests or this forest that our story begins with eyes opening in a gasp <gasps> cassian you wake up and your eyes suddenly open and something startles you awake as you kind of begin to take in the room around you, you see um, stone walls kind of on three sides. And in front of you, you see a door with um, wrought iron, just like a gate essentially in front of you. And above you is a skylight again with iron bars coming across. And in the corner, you see a huddled mass that is your vision kind of clear as you realize that it's actually looks to be like an elvish, maybe half elf- elfish person just unconscious in the corner. To the other side, you see a mass of feathers And you can see almost like wings kind of like over its face kind of covering up its face and again not moving and you have no idea why you are here or who these people are so what do you do
1: um can i do a perception check to see if i recognize this room Uh uh-huh okay so 20 so that is 16
0: 16 so you you look around and for some reason your your memory of why you are here is just real foggy nothing looks familiar around you and you you realize clearly that this is a prison of some kind um you're not quite sure though where or why you were there but you can see through that gate you can actually see another prison on the other side like where there's another gate right across the hallway basically that's there.
1: All right. Um, do I have all of my belongings on me?
0: No. Okay. Just your clothing is on you. That's it.
1: Okay. All right. Um, can I get as far as I can, I guess, as close to these bars, you mm-hmm. said? Yep. Um, and like a
0: jail cell, basically.
1: Okay. Is there? Do I see anything else in the cell across from ours?
0: uh you do see what looks to be potentially another person or being in there they're kind of in the darkness above you you can tell it's actually daylight because it is kind of a, the sun is above you Uh but the way the shadow is cast in the shadow across the way there is somebody over there but they're they don't seem to be moving right now
1: okay um all right so i am gonna go over and see well is there a is are these just bars or is there a well I don't have thieves tools so I couldn't try and pick anything even if there was uh, <laughs> I'm going to just creep closer to um the the bird thing okay and see if I can try and figure out what it is um
0: how are you gonna do that
1: let's that's a great question um can i uh,
2: <laughs> and boss music starts um
1: <laughs> i guess maybe could i do an investigation check to see if i have seen this type of creature before sure yes this type of beast yep no offense
2: hey earlier
1: okay uh it's gonna be a two, <laughs>
0: a two. Okay, so no, you you know you've never seen a creature this like this. I mean, it, it is very bird-like. You've seen birds, obviously, and you've seen large birds, but this one looks My more board. humanoid in in its stature.
1: Okay, um, I'm gonna kick him, just not like not wheel back, but yeah. just like try and nudge him awake.
0: Okay. All right, so Moa, hey, wake ah! up. <laughs>
2: hey 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 where am i what's going on what do i know mr dm sir
0: uh same thing all foggy as well yeah all foggy you're just completely foggy you have no idea why you are here someone just kicked you you're kind of looking at him and maybe vaguely familiar but you're you're just still kind of unsure right now your head is just all fog just kind of that's in there right now
2: oh whoa turn down the lights oh boy did you just kick me
0: I have no idea.
1: You? I have no idea where we are. The sooner we can figure out where we are, the sooner we can get out of here.
2: All right, all right. I'm moving. I'm getting up.
0: Okay, so you, know. you rise up as well. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm going to reach behind my back, um, out of the view of Moa and i'm gonna cast ice knife and form this like ice dagger in my hand just in case i need it okay since i don't have any weapons on me right now
0: okay now kind of from this commotion of this bird-like creature waking up uh rictus you suddenly become aware now of uh you know kind of the commotion around you and you begin to wake up as well and you come to and again you have no idea kind of where you are one of the the people in front of you, the the bird like creature, uh, moa. You know, you you he looks more familiar to you than the other one, but again, you still can't quite place it because you just kind of have this fog right now, kind of in your mind as well um, as you're coming to.
3: But I do I do know moa right. I know his name. I know his... you don't
0: not not right yet. It's gonna okay. it's like not not yet this second no. So you're just still kind of coming to real foggy. You think of just like, you know, if you got knocked out, basically, like it's going to take you a minute to kind of come together.
3: So I'll I'll wake up and cautiously uh, ask questions. Who are you? What are what are you guys doing? Why are we here?
1: None of us seem to know any of the answers to those questions. I suggest we try and make our way out of here. Maybe the answers will reveal themselves. Um, I realized that Ice Knife is a third level spell, uh, and I don't want to blow all my spell slots, so I'm not going to do that.
0: <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Sorry okay. about that. Okay. Down sweet. Um, How do I does know anybody... that you're,
3: that you're, that you're this, is the, this isn't a trap? That you are leading me into a trap?
2: Hey, hey, don't I know you? Uh, what happened last night, man? Oh, boy. I, I do recall. Is this, a, is this a cell? Are we in prison? Yes.
0: You you hear a voice now suddenly across from you, the cell that was across the way, you hear a voice come from over there, and you hear, Yes. This There's is more a people cell. in here. And you see suddenly all three of you kinda of glance through and you see coming out of the shadows a large half orc. Um, very, very tall. You see he's got a big kind of scar coming across his shoulder. One of his teeth, he has two big tusks, one has been snapped off, and he kinda of comes yeah. over and, and um he just leans forward into the the cage and he just says I know why you're here or at least for some reason you came here for my brother and he must have used his one of his magic wielders to throw you in this jail cell
2: who you are not- you with? who is your brother
0: <laughs> well my brother his name is Jaldar and he He's the ruler of this place, but not for long when we get out of here. And I'm assuming that's why you were sent here. I've been here for many weeks, and you have only been here for maybe an hour or so. Um, Seems pretty common lately that there's people and creatures showing up in these cells, and they try to get out, and I never see them again.
1: Uh, perception check to see if he's
0: telling the truth Yep, go ahead and roll Okay 17 17, you do sense truth um, In his voice And he does seem like he's he's pretty sincere um, Where in, in is California. here? Well, we're here in the wilds And um, this is the fortress that my brother rules Of the uh, Nagas tribe we are both members of it, and now my brother rules it because our father has passed away, and um, he thinks that he can bring the orcs to, I don't know, greater greater stance here in, in the wilds, in, in this area. And he has obviously imprisoned those who don't think that's the right thing to do, which obviously is, is me in my case. And again, I assume that's why you were sent here. Mm. How long? How long have you been locked up? It's been been and weeks. What did you do? It's been weeks. Okay. What did I do? <laughs> Just my very existence threatens my brother. I am the older brother. He is the younger brother. He, of course, is full orc. I'm a half orc. So he's pure blood. And upon our father's death, well, all the other orcs, of course, gathered behind him, and. Um, he killed my mother, and it was oh. with that that everything pretty much fell apart, and I was imprisoned when I was overcome, and here I am, sitting, biding my time.
1: Let's try and get out of here. I don't like being locked up in a cage. Um, I'm going to produce flame from my hand okay. and throw it at jail cell door and see if i can like break it open.
0: Okay. Um that So let's see. I know i'm trying to think that's probably going to because for flame on uh, i mean it's a jail cell door so this is i mean it's metal. This is a metal.
1: Well, it's a 15 to hit does that?
0: Okay. Try
1: to hit Which, it. Yes. Better? Yeah. Uh, 15 to hit, and that would do 1d8 of damage.
0: Okay. Let me see.
1: (laughs) I don't think it's going to do much damage. I think it's a metal door against a flame. (laughs) Uh,
0: three. Melt it. Now, are you doing it at your door or at the creature across the way's door? Oh, our door. The orc. Okay. (laughs) And you rolled a three?
1: Uh, it was 15 to hit, but only three damage.
0: Okay. All right. So, yeah, you hit it. You know, you, you conjure up this flame, and you toss it at this door, and it, it hits, and it kind of seems to t- glow, grow, glow a little bit red and hot, but not enough to really do any damage to it at all. And the orc across the way just laughs. <laughs> you think that's how you're going to get out. One of you, these other creatures must have a better idea than that.
2: So you said well, you saw other people trying to escape. How did they do it?
0: One of them had somehow snuck in a, a lockpick, and he was able to unlock it that way. Another one somehow teleported out. I don't know how he did it. It must have been some sort, sort of arcane magic of some kind. But mm-hmm. Can't you fly out of here, okay. bird?
2: Well, they got bars on the, the skylight. Mm. What am I
1: supposed um, to do? I, I shake off the grogginess from just waking up. Once he says, being able to teleport out of there, I go, oh, you idiot. Um, I would like to misty step outside of the jail cell. Okay. Um, into the hallway in between them.
0: Okay. What is that? Is that a can't- trip it's, you a, you. Uh, it's a s-
1: second level spell. Okay. It's like a bonus action. So there's, it like, it just happens.
0: Oh, cool. Awesome. And you can only do it by yourself or can you do it? Can you bring anybody with you? Um, I can only do it. Okay.
1: Um. So once I get into the hallway, I'd like to to look around and see if there are, like keys hanging on the wall. Okay. If there's anything I can use to open these cell doors. Okay. Um. Wow. What would the orc?
0: The orc. <laughs> He's like, wow. That that's impressive. Uh.
1: Would do you like a investigation or uh, do an investigation? I guess yeah.
0: do an investigation. Okay. Because it's only these two cells that are here. It's kind of a small little hallway with two doors. And uh, there's kind of a little table at the end of it. Uh, Thirteen? Thirteen. Okay, so you you take a look around. You can see where there would be a a hook, where there would be keys. But um, I think it would be a little too convenient for there to be no guards around with the keys hanging on that. But you do begin to hear footsteps coming around the corner. And the orc tells you, he says, oh, here comes the guard. And he says, listen, push, bring, get him to come in and get him to come towards me with his back to me and I can pull him in and you can grab the keys. Okay.
1: Um, what is it? Are we just in a hallway or is there like a, a doorway that he has to walk? Through he has to, to walk through.
0: through. So there is, it's like another doorway, but the doorway is just, there is no door. It's just an opening right. kind of coming through. Okay. He's so to walk through and he'll basically turn the corner and see you kind of standing there. Can I
1: flank one side of the door, like push myself up against the wall so he can start to walk through, I guess sure. maybe, Give me like, a, uh, stealth myself? Yeah, I was going
0: to say, yeah, we're going to have to do a stealth check on that. See if you're able to uh, stealthily be around there and have him not be paying attention as he's coming through.
1: All the checks. Check, check, check. You're rolling it.
0: You're gooing it. Uh, as a 10. 10. Okay. Um, so you butt yourself up against the little ledge here of the doorway and you hear the footsteps just getting closer and closer and closer. And the orc kind of turns the corner and he's actually not really paying attention to um, anything kind of in front of him. He seems to just be more dead set on looking at where the other orc is. And he comes in and he says, see, we have fresh meat, huh? And the the orc in the cell, he says, "Uh, yeah, well you better watch out. And then he says, now, Okay, I'm gonna
1: go up and just try. I don't know if this would qualify as like a unarmed sh- strike, but I just wanna like rush him and push him up against the bars of the Do a strength cell.
0: check. Do a strength. I think a okay. strength would be because you're gonna have to use some strength to, or well, strength or athletics on that. Kind of um, like a
2: grapple, right?
0: Ooh,
1: uh, that'll be a dirty 20.
0: Dirty 20, nice. Okay, so you. <laughs> Because this orc isn't really paying attention at all, and he's just, you know, kind of walking into this hallway, he's completely caught off guard by you just pushing him from behind, and he just kind of stumbles forward, and the orc grabs him and just pulls him real quick and just slams his head into the thing and reaches down and grabs the keys and tosses them over to you. Now, the orc, he's holding the orc, though, still just grappled right now. Um, The orc isn't knocked out or anything, and him and this orc are kind of struggling right now, but you have the keys right now.
1: I'm going to rush over and unlock... The door with these two guys in it, because okay. we can all take him if we need to.
0: Okay. Now he also, this orc, I will say, does have a sword on his side. So, um, but he's of course being grappled right now by the other orc. So, okay. What are you guys gonna do?
1: Get out here. Let's take this, take this guy out. See if we can make a quiet exit.
0: If he's, is he still being grappled? He's still being grappled right now. Yeah. And the, the door's unlocked? Your door's unlocked for you, you three, yep. I'm going to make a
3: move to grab his sword.
0: Okay. Uh, that would be probably sleight of hand, I would think. Do sleight of hand with an advantage because he's clearly... He's grappled right now.
1: I see what he's trying to do, and I'll cast Guidance on him. So you can add a D4 to
3: this roll. 17, so 21.
0: 21, okay. So yeah, you reach... Quickly, you know, come out, reach down for his sword, and are able to pull it right out. And you have that thing wielded in your hand right now. So what are you going to do?
1: Now tell us how to get out of here. I'll produce another flame in my hand and hold it towards his face a little menacingly. I'll hold
0: the sword up to his neck. Okay. And he's just grappled, and he's just like, Ugh! Oh, oh. N- never, I'll never tell you. And he's still just fighting, fighting within. in the orc inside just takes him and just slams him, just completely knocks him out. His head just, boom, hits the bars and he just crumples down. And so the orc is standing there in front of you and he says, let me out. I'll show you the way out and we'll go get my brother. I'll show you where your gear is too. I know where it is. I know where they keep it. I know this place like the back of my hand.
1: Uh, another
0: perception check real quick. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> just
1: guys. See if he's telling us the truth.
0: Oh. Uh that's a nine. A nine? Well. You can't tell. Um, but kind of based on what you knew previously from when he taught when you rolled your check, seems to be seems to be telling the truth from what you can tell.
2: I mean, he helped oh, cool. us get out, right? So.
0: I'll show you where your equipment is.
2: Alright, is throw. there any
1: any other guards or things that we should know about on the way out of here?
0: I'm sure there will be, but. But you'll well, well you just you gotta let me out and get your equipment. because once you have your equipment, you'll be able to take them out.
1: All right, fine. I unlock the door, um, let him out. Okay. And uh gonna hang
0: the key well, no, I'm gonna keep the keys with me. Keep the keys, okay. All right, so stepping out, um you know wait, of the- should
2: we uh lock this other guy in one of the cells so he doesn't wake up and come find us? Yes.
0: That's a great idea, genius. Uh, all right, so you guys—I'm not even going to make you guys roll for. You're able to slide him in. And actually, you know what? You mentioned that Moa, and so the York that's with you—he reaches down and he drags the guy and pulls him in, and just goes over and just slams the door and shuts it. And he says, "There." Um, before oh.
1: does the the guard have anything else on him? Uh,
0: that we can take off him. Uh, give me a uh, investigation check. 12. Uh, he has two playing cards on him. Ooh. Okay. So
2: that's it. You can set him on fire and throw them. <laughs> yeah. Gambit. <laughs> all right. My name so, is Gambit.
0: <laughs> all right. So the orc that's with you, and he just says, I didn't get your names. What are your names?
2: I am Moa of Clan Rock Seeker.
0: You can, you can call you. me Cassian.
2: I am Rictus.
0: And I am Bracus. And we are here to take my brother down. Listen, we're going to go out this hallway. Go to the right. There are two doors. One will have your equipment, and the other one will lead to the way out. I will go left. I have some things I need to take care of first, but I will meet you through that second room. And once you get through the second room, I'll meet you at the gate. And we'll take it from there. And we'll confront my brother.
1: Okay. Um, I immediately start walking forward. Okay. Going the path you told us.
0: Okay. Yep. All right, so you guys go out, you go right, he goes left, and kind of disappears. I mean, us.
2: I would be a bit, uh, <clears throat> you know, careful. Okay. I'm not just, like, walking. I'm, I want to be, like, looking out for more guys and okay making sure I see what's in the room before I'm walking into it.
0: Okay. So when you turn the corner, you see it's kind of a longer hallway, and you begin to kind of take in what this – structure is in my head I keep thinking of it as and I'm sure I know Ken's and, and you guys have played World of Warcraft think of kind of like Ogremar, like where it's like I mean it's a big structure castle kind of but it's still I don't want to say it's temporary but it's like made just with trees and that you know it's not really brick the, the jail cells were brick to kind of try to contain but everything else seems to just be kind of cobbled together as if this was um, you know this isn't like an old castle that's been here forever it seems like it's kind of like a makeshift thing that's just kind of here right now and as you go down the hallway uh you do see the two doors um there's the one on the right that is where um brackus told you that his or that your equipment is and the one on the left leads to the other room and the gate that he was telling you to go to so are you guys going to continue into where your equipment is or do you want to go to the gate let's suit up yeah okay all right so you guys go in montage <clears throat> there is no door. Again, that door is is just open. Mm-hmm. And um, when you look in, you do see just there's a, a table um, and uh, a couple cots kind of in the corner. It looks like this is where basically the guards probably stay. Um, there's a large chest in the corner. And uh, you can see where there's like some half-eaten bread and that kind of on the table. And uh, there's some torches up on the wall that kind of light the room up for you to be able to see as you walk in.
2: I'd like to... Um also cast uh, mage armor on myself okay cool we yeah.
3: our equipment.
0: so it's in the yeah there's a large chest that's in the corner so you're gonna try to open it Rictus. i do that
3: and try to open
0: it okay so you go over and it is locked when you go over that the the chest is locked
2: if only we had some keys hmm
1: <laughs> I I, uh, I shall unlock it myself, and I'll step back and let him open it. Oh, the try the keys
2: anyway. Oh yeah, does, it does it,
1: do
0: these keys fit it? Uh, it is. I mean, there's. We'll say there's three keys on there. So you use the one key to open the jail cell. That just by chance worked. That first one you used. So, so you I can try the the other
1: two and yep. maybe the first doesn't work and it I does it
0: works so the, it pops open and uh inside you guys see um you know whatever armor weapons all that that you had equipped on your characters is all there just like uh bracket said that it would be so you guys are able to suit back up and get everything on <clears throat> all right so as you are suiting up and putting all your stuff on suddenly you kind of hear like a a weird just kind of sound behind you and suddenly behind you appear two dogs that you didn't realize were kind of sleeping there uh, within this room, very very just kind of almost looking malnourished with big points on their uh, um, ears, kind of brownish, tannish, large fangs, and they both just immediately start barking at you. So roll for initiative uh, on this. These are two blink dogs that have come in. Um, So I'll do one. Oh, one. oh, wait, no I didn't. 4. What did you get? 4. 4 can get 4. Uh 14, 14. 8.
2: 18.
0: 18. Okay, so it's going to go Moa, uh Cassian blink dog 1, blink dog 2 and then um uh Rictus. After that. All right. So, Moa, what are you going to do? You got two blink dogs
2: I'm in front gonna of you. I'm going to shoot an Eldritch Blast at uh, the dog on the left.
0: Okay. Is that a uh, – do you got to roll a for that or no? Attack. It's
2: yeah. what? I'm just going to do it on here. Range attack. Uh, 21 to hit.
0: 21 to hit. That definitely hits. Poor
2: guys. And then a D10 force damage, which is a six. So six down. All right.
0: All right, so Cassian, are you going to move or anything, or you gonna stay where you are? Because they appeared basically on both sides of the door. They were kind of like just resting by the door. You couldn't see them. They were kind of invisible there, and they blinked into the room.
2: Okay, I'll stay where I am. Okay, maybe go to the side so anyone down the hall couldn't see that I was in there.
0: Okay, Cassian, what are you gonna
1: do? Um, oh dang it! That only affects humans. Uh, okay, so, um, I'm actually, I don't want to attack, so I'm going to try and talk to these guys and try and calm them down.
4: Oh.
1: Like, no, 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 calm down, they're there, (laughs) we're not here to harm you, despite- This large bird thing. (laughs) Just trying to like... I I have my hands down to show that I'm not a threat. I'll take two steps toward them.
0: Okay. And that's it? You're not going to attack or anything? That's it. Nope. Okay. Well, the one you step towards immediately lunges at you and goes in for the bite. (laughs) It's a plus three to hit for a bite. It rolls a nine. Misses So it misses. So it lunges at you and uh you kind of just sidestep it because you were ready because you were, you know, kind of prepared in your stance as you were trying to calm the thing down, but it didn't want to listen at all. No, it no, jumps, do it nicely. It jumps by you. And uh the other one also, because as you were talking to it, you had drawn its attention. It lunges at you as well uh, for a plus three to hit with a 13 misses also misses same thing and they both kind of just you know if you've ever seen dogs kind of in a pack they both kind of like jump and kind of fall over each other behind you and then quickly turn around and their focus is still on you because you were the one that was talking to them and rictus your turn
3: uh i'm gonna use my short bow um and i'm gonna take a shot at the one that moa shot at okay uh with a 17 to hit
0: definitely hits it'll be eight damage eight damage nice so you hit the thing and it just you know hits it kind of in its in its hind leg and you can see the the arrow just still sticking out of it it kind of crumples down a little bit um and kind of just whimpers a little bit and kind of tries to gather itself up in the corner again before it's able to strike again and moa to you
2: uh let's take out my spear um and uh Put it out of its misery, hopefully. <laughs> I will do oh, a, uh oh an attack on that same thing. Uh nope. That's a five to hit.
0: Five, no. You throw your spear and it's just the dog sees it coming, and it's able to kinda of dodge out of the way and your spear just kinda of, ching, kinda of goes into the corner of the room and is now stuck behind it. Um, where where it was so, uh, Cassian,
1: you're up. Um, I'm going to take out my scimitar and I'm going to try and rush up and just butt it on top of the head and try and knock it out. Okay. Um, so, natural twenty <laughs> oh, to hit, definitely. Hit. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, and so one d6 plus four,
0: so that's uh an eight. Oh, two eight damage. Okay, so you try to knock this thing out, but just a little too hard. You hit and you just crush the top of its skull as it oh. just kind of goes down. And the dog immediately just falls down on a crumple in front of you and is just done. Just a little bit of blood kind of coming out of its, out of its sleeping. Nose. all right so the other blink dog sees that and it just immediately uh jumps at you again uh trying to bite uh with a plus three to hit and it gets a 16 uh, 19 so 16 plus three is a 19 so that's gonna hit uh let's see this is a uh, 1d6 and this is piercing damage so he is doing uh it's and it's a plus one so he's doing four damage uh, to you he yeah. jumps as your your hand was kind of down on the other one and sitting there it actually jumps and bites um, your hand that was holding the scimitar uh, that and it's kind of just going to lock its teeth just kind of on there just holding you just a little bit and Rictus to you so it's still latched onto
3: his arm yeah it's going to so still be latched obvious. onto his arm Okay, I'm going to still try to shoot it with a bow if I've learned anything from playing Elden Ring it's that you should take the dogs out with range <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Use a short bow and take a shot at it uh, with a 13 to hit.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: It hits.
3: And that's going to be five damage. Five damage,
0: okay. All right, so once again, you shoot again towards one of the hind legs uh, of the dog, and it just kind of goes down real quick and kind of tries to gather itself up again um, in the corner as it's just waiting really just to see what what everyone's going to do next. So, Mo, it's back to you.
2: So it unlatched.
0: It did unlatch. Yeah, it hitting down. it made it unlatch because it kind of whimpered and just kind of fell down, uh, real quick and kind of retreated just a little bit.
2: Okay, uh, I'll shoot it with an Eldridge blast. Um, eighteen to hit. Definitely hits. And uh, two force damage. Two.
0: All right, so you hit it with a blast, and it knocks it back into the corner where your spear is, and it kind of pounds up against the wall and uh, falls down, but it's able to gather itself up still and uh, prepare for whatever it is that Cassian's going to be bringing to it next.
1: Um, I'm just going to go up to it and do an unarmed strike. Unarmed strike, okay. Yeah, I'm going to put put back my scimitar because um, he really doesn't want he really doesn't want to hurt it. He just wants it to stop. Stop attacking. Um, so I'm um, going to try and. Uh, what would the type of like physical like strike against it be? Because that doesn't. Ugh. Um. I mean, you could try actually, to grapple it. You know right? what? I mean, that's I guess. what I'm going to do. Yeah. About... Uh, I'm going to try and grapple it. Um so
0: how does all that work don't i need to do um,
2: strength check
1: the target of your grapple must be no more than one size larger okay yeah strength check contested by your strength by athletics or acrobatics of the dog
0: okay so i need to it needs to roll right you both do okay and what am i rolling for it probably it's dex Right, it would be
2: whatever's higher, probably, I mean it's yeah, dex strength
0: a, or dexterity. it's dex is a seventeen plus three, Eh, never mind, yeah, well, I mean it's, well, it's just gonna then. get a plus three, right, so I'm rolling just against you, so I'm just getting the well, answer. i
1: my strength is plus zero, and I just rolled a fourteen, so
0: okay, I just rolled a uh six plus three, so you got it, you got it grappled, okay. So you, you reach right. down and you you kind of grab the dog. And it's – you actually – the way you do it, it's so its head is kind of away from you. So it's not b- biting you, but it's snapping. It's trying as hard as it can just to um, get put you him in a sleeper hold and try to <laughs> – Unfortunately, you don't know sleep. how to put a dog in a sleeper sleep. hold.
4: <laughs> All right. So uh,
0: it's, so it's going to try to break free. So it's going to use uh, – I guess it would be probably its strength, I, I guess, a strength check to see if it's able to break your – uh, hold it's, it's got a plus one on a strength. So I guess you got to roll that as well. Um, by my, yeah. So it is a nat 20 plus one. Yep. So that yep, dog, yep. it's able to just kind of use its, its back legs, just kind of with the adrenaline from it being shot in the hind leg, it's able to kick itself kind of off you and, and burst forward. And, um, that's going to be its turn because it, it's not going to be able to attack. And so Rictus back to you.
3: Uh, take one more shot at it with a 13 to hit. Definitely hits. um,
0: Five damage. Five damage. Okay. So this thing's really hurting now. Um, you've hit it almost in the same place, but on the other side, um, so it is really kind of just limping in the corner, but it's so just it's it's in survival mode right now that it's just, you know, snapping and and, and barking and growling and just doing everything it can just to try to fend you off. And so Moa, back to you.
2: All right. I'm gonna uh pick up my spear. And, okay, now uh, it's in
0: the corner where your spear is, so you're gonna have to go near it to pick up the okay. spear. Yep. Okay.
2: So, I want to do that. I'll
0: let you then do it. And spear him. And spear him, okay.
2: Uh, to hit. 11 to hit?
0: Uh, nope, that misses.
2: Okay.
0: Nope. So, you're able, you get in and you're able to just quickly snatch your spear up. Um, But it kind of sees you going for the spear and it kind of moves itself away from you uh, as you're doing that. And uh, oh. Cassian, it's going to be your turn.
1: I'm, I'm sick of this now. Uh, <laughs> tried to be nice. Uh, just going to cast a guiding bolt at it. This, okay. like, flash of radiant energy. Um, so, okay. That is a dirty 20 to hit.
0: Okay, hits.
1: And that is... 4 D6 plus 4. Do you still you want me to roll all that? No,
0: he did. You hit him and he just <laughs> wow. That bolt, you hit it, it just hits it and totally puts it out of its misery. Um and you just you could just smell kind of like what I mean, what is a guiding bolt? Is it some sort of arcane energy? It's just It's it's like a, a flash
1: of light. So just okay. like this this golden, I'd probably say for Cassian, uh with a little bit of green mixed into it, he just casts it from its hand. Um, and it just kind of impacts the side of the, the blink dog, knocking it over, and knocking it over.
0: Ground. Yeah. And it's just immediately out. And that is it for, and both creatures are down and, uh, all right, that's it. So you guys are now in this room here. Uh, again, there's some cots kind of in the room. You just cleaned out the trunk. Uh, there's a table with some, some things on it. Uh, each cot has a little bit of a, um, like a little stowaway thing at the bottom of each of them as well um so you can feel free to kind of look around the room a little bit if you want before you guys leave
2: what's on the table
0: Uh, on the table is like some half-eaten food um you can see there's like a a cup that just has a little bit of um what looks to be maybe some sort of ale or something in it um some crumbs of bread you could tell somebody eating some of the bread didn't like the crust so they kind of left the crust still still on the plate um but that's pretty much all that's on the table moa will drink
2: the half cup of old ale
0: Okay, you you drink it and it's probably the worst ale you've ever had in your life. Uh, oh, you, you've oh, never oh. had any orc ale of any kind, <laughs> and this clearly lives up to everything you've heard about it. That it's just straight it's terrible. The good stuff. Yeah. Good
1: stuff. <laughs> uh, I'll Cassian will go check the the cots see if there's anything that will be useful in escaping or just anything at all.
0: Okay. Um will say so you open, the first one you open um you see there's some um fingers and ears kind of in there that seem to be from um Pardon? humans or elves whatever's kind of in there uh there's a broken short sword in that same one as well and um how many fingers and ears please seven fingers and um, three ears of human uh the ears elv- are definitely elvish uh, mm-hmm. But the fingers look to be maybe a mix, or could could be just from one human. Or, but you notice there are like what seem to be well. There's two. There's two thumbs, and then some other fingers just kind of just seem to be a mix. And some of the skin tone on some of them are a little bit different. So lovely, lovely. Um,
1: different. I'll take those and wrap them up in a in a little piece of cloth. Okay, and just keep them in case we run into some more blink dogs. Maybe they can
0: fetch.
3: Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have an ear, here, boy.
0: Brictus, you gonna look for anything or uh,
3: what's? I guess what else is in the room that could potentially? Uh, I mean,
0: there's another. You know, you can go to one of the other cots uh, and look at one of the, yeah, the things. Uh, you look in and you do find a small kind of piece of cloth, and there's um, a piece of bread in there, like a small piece of rash, a ration that's in there. That seems to be fairly fresh; doesn't seem to be um, aged or anything like the food that was on the table and you also find a little coin purse in there as well and in that coin purse there's 30 gold pieces in there okay.
3: the 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 other my other two companions here see the coin purse
0: uh n- only if you want them to no. so no you looked in there so no The rictus
3: would try to try to put that away without them noticing
0: okay and you can do that easily. We'll say everybody's kind of occupied with, you have uh, Mo is over there drinking the ale. This is all kind of happening at the same time. And uh, Cassian, you know, is pocketing fingers and ears and now you're pocketing money. So, and um, that seems to be pretty much everything else in the room uh, for you guys to to find in there. So, well,
1: I guess let's get out of here. Is there any proficiencies that we have that, we should know about that would help us as we get out of here.
0: Uh, nope, just across the way. Uh, when you you go back into the hallway, um, there is the other room across there, but the door is closed to that room, and that was you know the direction that brackets told you you should go to.
2: Okay.
1: okay. Um so. I see you're a you're a spellcaster.
2: I see you guys can fight. You... Very well done. Well. Do you have any
1: spells that'll help us up against if we uh, run into a large number of people?
2: Mm. I can do a few spells we'll myself, see. but yeah, okay. I've got a couple tricks up my sleeve. All right, I mean my wing. I don't... And you
1: seem really quick. I guess we can need to if someone needs to sneak around, you should be the person to do that looking over at uh rictus maybe so <laughs> <laughs> i see
2: all right all right rictus you want to lead us you're a bit bit smaller than us all right are you or you're a half elf yeah. so you're pretty tall anyway right so i'll uh
3: i'll take the lead and i will uh make sure that my hood is over my head my okay because uh, i'm just kind of try to sneak into the next area
0: Okay, so you go across the hallway, and the door is closed. Um, as of right now, you can see it, because this is, again, kind of like a make... I don't want to say it's makeshift, because, I mean, this, this place has been here for a while, but it's not exactly the best architecture of all time. So you can see there's a kind of a large crack in the side of the door that you can peer through. So, Rick, um, like this, you kind of look through there, and you can see a room that's in there, and across the way, you can see there's a fire going, um, but there's a table And you do see at least one other orc in there sitting at the table that's in there right now.
3: I would quietly convey that information uh, to the other two. One orc. (laughs) And should we, uh, is is the door locked?
0: And you can try it. But no, you, you okay. put your hand on it, you try it, and the, the handle, I mean you're very stealth as you kinda of do it and you turn the handle and no, it, it's it's able to turn. So you can't open the door. So I'd open the door quietly. Okay, um, give me a stealth check on that to see if if you yeah. can do that. Yep. No, 16. stealth. <laughs> Sixteen. Sixteen, yes. Okay. So you do you slowly open the door. Luckily, Again, because this is kind of a makeshift place. It doesn't creak because it's not that old and it just slowly kind of opens and you're able to get in and, and at this point, all three of you can kind of see into the room and it looks like there's two orcs sitting at a table. They seem to be playing cards. Do they see us? Uh, as of right now, no. They've been able because you kind of stealthily so opened like it. it. As of right now, they don't.
3: Backs are turned to us? or uh, do we, do
0: we Well, we the, the the one was, but the other one was kind of sitting facing um, they're not actually facing each other at the table one's kind of facing sideways and as of right now in his periphery he hasn't seen you that door open yet okay. I because the door actually to... pulled kind of open towards you
3: okay. I want to try to get behind one of them sneak behind and cut their throat
0: okay so give me a uh, <laughs> let's do another stealth check then see if you can kind of stay quiet now what are you guys doing while he's doing that are you, are you staying back or are you going in Um, I'm following Rectus, and I'll take out my dagger, and
1: I'm going to be... I'll hold until I see Rectus attack, and then I'm going to throw my dagger
3: and try and hit the other guy in the throat. That stealth check was a
0: 25. You definitely are able to sneak right up behind this guy. He does not see you at all. You bring a nice whisper of death. So um, I'll uh,
2: I'll get an Eldritch Blast ready.
0: Okay, so slitting the throat on that. I mean, you still got to do. So you still got to yeah. roll for I made
3: that. It. Probably. Yeah. I made it to him without seeing me, but I probably. Have
0: to. So roll and see if you can uh, actually cut through this guy. That's with sneak that attack advantage? damage, right? I'll give you definitely with advantage for sure. Yeah. So would that still be stealth or? I just do an attack, yeah. Just do an attack with your dagger. It's fine. Fifteen. Fifteen, definitely. Yeah, hits. Okay. So you sneak up, roll damage on that, and see how much you're able to gonna kind of pull from this guy. Need
3: attack. Thirty-eight
0: damage. You got a bunch of these damages, I think. You got what? Only three. Only three. You know, let's let's um yeah well let's bump that up a little bit i what say, I'm saying. i'm saying maybe let's let's double that roll again roll roll twice for that because i think you being able to you know he's not tense yeah. he's not tensing his neck or nothing it's just like a quick
3: still three damage so six <laughs> uh sure yeah, yeah okay we're gonna go six on that one all
0: right so your hand comes up and you know you, you totally take this guy off guard and, and he drops his cards down and reaches for his throat right away and his friend immediately begins to stand up um now, yeah, you are set up so you can do your your shot too. Uh Yep. Casting uh you so to the yep. other one. And then we'll roll initiative after that because this is like a So that is surprise attack with with advantage again.
1: the attack roll. So that is oh, with advantage. Okay, so 15 17 to hit. Definitely hits. Um and then Six damage
0: okay so you uh hit him because he's just a surprise and wasn't able to see you and is just more shocked at kind of what's happening here in front of him hits him in the neck and he quickly kind of reaches up and he pulls it out like that and just tosses it aside and uh i guess let's roll for advantage at that point because both of them are no longer surprised now you had your Eldridge blast set and ready to go moa but i think because of now, them kind of being aware, we need to roll initiative and see where everybody's going to fall here. So we got an 18. Mm-hmm. And the other one is a 16. 18 and 16. Yeah, 15. Okay. What everybody else also get? 15. What did you get, Ken's? Uh, also 15. 15. Okay, so who has the higher decks?
3: Three. Higher decks. Mine's five.
0: Four. Four. Okay, so it's gonna. be Oh, my
1: my dexterity is eighteen. My modifier is four. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh
3: minus five. uh five. Seventeen
0: plus five. Okay, so then it would be Cassie, right? So yeah. So well, no, because well, he was. If you just go with your straight roll, he was a seventeen, and you're an eighteen, right? Cassian. Yeah, without the modifier. Yeah, yeah, without. So we're going without the modifier. So then it's gonna go orc one, orc two. Then I'll go Cassian, and then Rictus and Moa. You got a what? Five? You said three. A three. Yeah, okay. One. But regardless, you're going last. Okay. So the <laughs> first orc that you hit, that you know, kind of slit his throat. He just kind of reaches, or he reaches down for his sword real quick, and he tries to go back at you, um, Rictus. But I am gonna have him roll with disadvantage because he. Um, because you're kind of behind him and he's still sitting down. So he's going to kind of need to stand up and try to go for you. So he rolls, whoops, he rolls a three and a 13. So we got to go with the three. So he tries to stand up and he turns around and tries to swing at you. um, But because you had the the jump on him, he's kind of able to, or you're able to duck and get out away from that because he's definitely going to hit you with that. Uh, The second orc, however, kind of lunges at you. He's able to pull his sword out and it's come, just come running at you. And he gets a five. So he misses as well. It seems like the uh, damage kind of to his neck from that dagger that he pulled out kind of messed him up a little bit. And he swings and misses, kind of trying to lunge at you. And But they're both engaged with you right now. And that goes to Cassian.
1: Okay, I am going to rush forward. Um, and... They were they're around a table, right? Or yeah, yeah, it's a square are they table. Still... A square table. Okay, but they're both um, kind they of both...
0: now where where the one his back was to you when you came in the room. They're both kind of turned around, looking at the door where you were. Basically, they're both okay. kind of engaged with you. And Richter's kind of right in the middle with him. He's right with him because he snuck up and was kind of on top of him.
1: All right, I want to uh, go into. I'm going to go into the room, jump upon the table, and then slash down at the one on the far side. Okay um with my scimitar
0: so the far side is that the one that got the dagger that you threw the one you threw or the one that 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 in my mind yes okay all right yep perfect it's the
1: one that i previously attacked
0: yep oh good 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 Uh, that's a nine to hit no definitely doesn't hit so you're up on this table you try to swing and nope you just just miss i slip a little bit All right, so that would be Rictus. You have these two orcs standing in front of you.
3: So the one, I'm going to attack the one that Cassian uh, has attacked. Okay. And uh, with my short sword. And so that's going to be a natural 20. Nice.
2: Um, So you double up your die roll.
3: Yep. Okay. The damage roll.
2: It's a critical hit, yeah. But you only add your modifier once.
3: Okay, so that is gonna be
0: 11 damage. Okay. Nice. How do you want to do this? No. <laughs> so you uh, you take your sword and, and um, you know this was the one again that had the dagger in him, but you're you actually kind of come up and go right where that dagger hit him and just slice right through and it just goes right through his neck completely and you pull it out and the orc just crumples right there. And the other orc that's standing there just Roar! he just kind of yells just you know enraged at seeing what happened. And Moa over to you.
2: So this whole time he's been trying to, you know, conjure up some of this some of this lightning in his hand. He's a little bit embarrassed. He's like, I swear this never happens. Uh but then he, he ends up being able to uh get a blast out. And then he goes for the uh the raging orc um with his eldritch blast. Oh, that's a six to hit. No. So
0: he's he's nope. still, yeah,
2: a little bit of rusty.
0: Still <laughs> still trying to get it going. Yeah. All right. So now back to the other orc uh, who is bleeding pretty profusely from his neck right now. Uh, but standing in front of him still is, is Rictus, And so he's going to take a swipe at you uh, with his sword. And he is getting a seven uh, with a plus three, which is a 10. So no, right? I mean, what's your AC? Fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. So no. He he tries to swipe, but he's still just so disoriented. He's starting to feel lightheaded because of the amount of blood that's now just all encompassing his chest right now, pouring down and he he misses. And so it goes back to you, Cassian. Okay, I'm gonna take another
1: swing at him with my scimitar. Um I think at this point I'll like loop back around like to the back of him, I guess leaving Rictus. At the front, and I'll be behind him and just slash him across his back. Okay. That's a 16 to
0: hit. Definitely hits.
1: Okay, so it's, a... it's nine damage.
0: Okay, that's just what, what you needed. So you've kind of fillet the back of him open, cutting through. Just <laughs> Actually, he didn't even have his armor on because, I mean, these are just the guards. They thought you guys were going to be in there. Yeah. Your cages, as they would call them long enough. And uh, you slice open his back, and he just falls down to his knees slowly and then just falls forward with a thud. And that is it. You have taken out both the guards. And all that's left on the table are just playing cards and just like a puddle of blood kind of just around there. And um, as you look around the room, you see, like I said, there was a fireplace that was over there. Uh, There is another door that, or like an archway where there would be a door, but there isn't a door there. But you can see through there is the gate where Brachus was telling you um, where he wanted to meet you, um, but other than that, this room is pretty pretty empty. It kind of seems like it's like the rec room for the for the orcs. They just kind of hang out there while they're um, guarding the prisoners, which they didn't do too good of a
2: job of, I guess. So, I I'd like to pick up those cards. Okay, take them with me. All
1: right. Um, search the bodies.
0: Okay, you look See at the bodies. Um, nothing. Maybe? All you find is just the swords that were there. Um, they didn't have much on them. Okay. Nope. Uh,
1: pick up my dagger. Okay. Grab
0: it back. All right. Now, suddenly, the gate. in the doorway, you see Brackus kind of come over quick and he's like, Oh, there you are. And he kind of, he's kind of shocked and he sees, Wow, you are great as a team. Excellent. Are we ready to, to go face my brother?
1: The Let's sooner get get we can here. get out of here, the better. Let's go. Okay. Follow me.
0: And he leads you. And in, in. as you begin approaching the gate, you start hearing like the beating of drums kind of going Sick. and as you're walking forward the gate I mean you don't even get up to the gate the gate just starts opening immediately, just going up. and Brackish just kind of looks at you and he says, don't worry And he just begins walking out. Are you guys gonna I mean you're gonna follow him obviously. Is this a Coliseum? Are we gladiators? As you walk through hey, the gates, <laughs> it, it does essentially look like exactly what Moa said, a, a small coliseum um, kind of around you. And above, you can see there's, you know, uh, there isn't really seating, but there is like a, a loft that's kind of up there. And all around it circled are, are other orcs standing there with these flags. And uh, they're all kind of just pounding There are these flags kind of into the ground, and there's, you know, a set of drums where they're kind of pounding the drums. And uh, on these flags, you can see it's like an orcish skull, and there's like one eye that's missing in the skull. It's just kind of no eye, but there's one eye socket uh, on that flag. And you see a large orc standing at the other end at the very top, just standing there. And clearly, just from looking at him, he's very different than the others. Um, very tall, big, think like those big, you know, World of Warcraft pauldrons on. I mean, just massive, this big orc standing there. And Brachus just kind of steps forward and he, he, he kind of tells you guys to stand back and he steps forward. And you hear a loud booming voice and it just says, Brother! And all the other orcs just stop pounding their staffs. And he says, I knew I would see you soon and you brought friends. And Brachus says, I don't know what you have planned, Jaldar, but whatever it is, you know it will not succeed. And it will only get yourself and others killed. Oh, Brachus, you're weak. Just like your dead human mother. What do I have planned? Why, of course, it's what our father always wanted. Control. Power. A place for the orcs to call home. For years, we've lived on the scraps that these lesser races have left us, but no more. I have found a way to change that. And is just, you can see the demeanor in his face just kind of change. And he just says, Grumsh? Yes, brother. Becoming his eye and ushering in his resurrection will lead to the reign of orcs that we deserve. And suddenly behind him, you see this Elderly York, kind of all hunched over in this black and purple robe, kind of with this gold trim kind of on it, with this staff come walking forward. And, and on the tip of the staff is what is clear as day an elvish skull right on top of it. And you know, you, Rictus, like it. and Cassian immediately realize it, it's, it's an elfish skull, an elvish skull on there. And he slowly kind of walks forward as he's kind of hobbling out and he opens up his robe and he pulls out an amulet and the amulet has this kind of white crystal that's on it and there's a top to it it kind of comes down to a point at the very end and uh he kind of dangles it and um immediately says this is madness jeldar resurrecting a dead god could lead to total destruction and you see as the uh what seems to be the sorcerer orc um kind of begin to take it and, and prepare and he takes off his robe and you see um Jaldar begins to kind of take his armor off as well and he says you talk to me of madness it is not is it not madness that the humans get their golden city of Lanier on the coast and get fat off the work of others while their false steward sits on the throne of the gods and calls himself king is it not madness that the dwarfs get their mountains and riches contained within left alone to drink and be merry and is it not madness that these elves like your friends here get their wilds to in and be jolly No, brother, what I am doing is not madness. It's destiny. And he steps back like this, and you see the warlocks begin kind of holding it up, and two orcs come over, and they grab Jaldar's hands, and they hold them down um, to kind of make him where, you know, he's not going to be able to move, and he falls down to his knees, and all the other orcs up top just start pounding their staffs again. And now you can see there's staircases on each side, and some other orcs now are starting to come down to greet you guys down there. And another gate pops up, and more... Soldiers of orcs kind of come rushing through, and you start to glimpse you see that the this orc is going to take this crystal and stab it directly into Jaldar's eye and take his eye out. Roll for initiative.
2: Holy crap! <laughs> I just started the gladiator soundtrack by the way, as we're doing <laughs> your little spiel there. <laughs> Epic, uh,
1: 22.
0: Okay.
3: Uh, also
2: 22
0: <laughs> okay nice. we, was, we knew Matt had to hire okay so we got yep. uh, Cassian I like my elven brother
2: I got a 20
0: 20 okay alright let start alright so oh, it'll go Cassian we'll go uh, Rictus and Moa and so there is in front of you guys right now there's we'll just say two orcs that have kind of met you immediately so we'll let you go first, Cassian. What do you want to do? Um how how far away is this warlock? Uh, this
1: warlock or sorcerer?
0: Uh, he, orc? I mean, he's he's a good. I mean, this is a like a, a arena, so he's a good hundred feet away. Like he's up. He's not only distanced away, but he's up. Okay. Um, I'm gonna take out my longbow and I'm gonna
1: try and shoot and shatter that crystal. Okay. That it's got a range of uh got a good range. It says, well, I, 150 feet slash 600 feet. I don't know what would apply for
2: 150 a as a normal attack, and then you can go up to 600 with a disadvantage.
1: Ah, thank you, sir. Okay, so let's do that.
0: That is an 11 to hit the crystal so you take out your bow and you shoot it and it's just getting close and then you see it kind of hits what seems to be some sort of invisible arcane shield that's just going of, and it just hits and nothing um okay then are you gonna move or one
1: moment one moment right. uh Yeah, let me, I'm going to try, I'm going to take all my movement and, like, try and get as close to, it's only 30 feet, but, like, I mean, there's two orcs towards. barring your way, so. Well, um, two that are
0: right there, but then, I mean, there's more coming right now. Like, it's like, we're talking, like, a, a mob of orcs kind of coming in the middle right now.
1: <clears throat> uh Okay.
0: Let me stay where I am for right now. Okay. Rectus, what are you going to do? How far away are the orcs? Uh, the orcs that are in front of you guys, I mean, they're within, we'll say 20 feet, probably. So you can move in and do a little something. Are they,
3: what weapons do they have?
0: Uh, they have swords.
3: Okay. Um. Yeah, I, if they're headed towards us, I'll I'll jump towards one and hit one with my short sword if I can oh, make it to them. Okay. Yeah, they're 20. Uh, so that'll be a 13 to
0: hit. Okay, that hits.
3: Nine damage.
0: Okay, nice. All right, Moa.
3: I also want to dash away from that one that I just hit. Right, okay. Because
0: yeah, you can do that, right? And not have...
3: I think so. Isn't that right? Is, that, is Am I doing that correctly? Is that Are I have, you as in... As action, I can dash. Well,
1: dash would be action? your action. Or would you say as a bonus action you could do it?
3: I can do it as a bonus
1: action
0: yeah that's why I think last time we played that's what you're doing dash, with a bonus action Disengage or
3: hide um, as a cunning action which is a bonus action how far away
2: would it dash yeah
0: dash, dash disengage or hide I think that's just uh, your, movement. your movement
2: double so your movement 60 feet I do okay. believe yeah I'll do that
0: Okay, Moa, what
2: are you doing? So, sorry, you're dashing toward them or away? Away. So,
3: smack, uh, dash away.
2: Okay. Uh, I kind of want to cast um, Expedious Retreat on myself.
0: Okay. What does that do?
2: Uh, this It basically gives me that as a bonus action for up to 10 minutes a concentration so if i get hit i gotta like roll to see if i lose it okay um but my bonus action um in my next i guess 60 turns uh i can dash so um i guess that was a bonus action to cast it so i still have my action um Yeah, I want to kind of just like, you know, get the wings out and start flying towards, uh. Ah, okay. Towards the nonsense that's going up, on up top. Okay. So I'd like to, I guess, I can use Max accent to dash then. So I can go, uh, 50 feet. Okay. I do have something that it says about my flying. Um, my flying speed is 50 feet. So I guess I can go up to 100 feet then if okay. I dash with
0: it. Are you going to try to do that? or
2: Getting close? Can I make it all the way to him? I mean, I can't attack. If I well, anyway.
0: I will say, kind of like the arrow, you you will hit a wall getting up there if you try. You will hit kind of this, in, this invisible barrier that is kind of there, kind of protecting oh. them. That's there. That's what happened to the arrow when it hit. Like there's something protecting them, basically. So it's kind of kind of futile, I'll give you that much. <laughs> okay. If you try to do it.
2: Um So I I guess I don't have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> um but there's staircases you said? There are some staircases, yeah. So can I try and fly, I guess, take the long way and try and go up the staircases? Yeah, you can. They go go up to that They will go up, yeah. Well, they basically go
0: up and they're going to go back and then you can get up top and go around, if that makes sense. Okay. Yep. I'll try that. Okay. All right. So you go over to one of the staircases and kind of start making your way up. All right. Now, it's at this point that kind of amongst all this chaos, you, Rictus, and you can hear it a little bit as well, Cass, and you start to hear kind of this crackling of electricity and like arcane energy kind of behind you and it draws both of your attentions and you both just turn around and you see suddenly forming before you like and just like the the reality just seems kind of split open and this creature jumps through and rictus it immediately jumps at you and you're looking at it and it's this small blue dog-like character that's just kind of looking at you and it kind of like shows its teeth at you and growls a little bit and then it immediately sees you cassie and it blinks and is immediately standing right, looking at you right away. And then through the portal, you see an older man kind of pop his head through. And he's just like, and he kind of looks around and he's like, come, come on, come on. And he's telling you to come through the portal. Come, come. And he kind of disappears back into the portal. And and the small creature who now you realize Cassian is Faust, your, what is it, your familiar, your beast companion, um, kind of begins pulling at your leg, trying to pull you through the portal to get you out of there. You're muted. Tess, test. am I muted still? You're not muted anymore.
1: Okay. Um, Faust, we have, to, we have to fix this before we can get out of here. Um, is, it, is it
0: my turn yet? Uh,
2: sure. What's Bracus doing?
0: Brackis at this point is just fighting everybody. And he he oh, kind of turns around. His attention now is being drawn towards that, that portal as well, because he's kind of like shocked at what's there. And he's just he's just kind of taking everything in, and he's he starts kind of making eye contact with Rictus, and he's telling you, like, go, go, find me later, go, find me. I'll find you. Just go. He's yelling.
1: Oh. Okay. So, um, Faust can uh, teleport with items. I would like to try and send Faust to go blink out, grab the crystal from the guy's hand, like <laughs> Nightcrawler, bamf, bamf, Okay, over to us. Um, but I don't think, that's not a, like, he doesn't have to roll for that. So maybe I just do a check to see if he can accomplish that.
0: Yeah. Maybe give us uh what does he have? Let's see his, uh, cause that's going to be, I think he's going to need some sort of an athletic check of some kind on that. Um, uh, I guess you could do a dexterity. He gets a plus four with that. Um, you can try. He's it, got a stealth of four. Now what happened? How many times can he blink? If he blinks up there, is he stuck up there? Would be my question. Because you're just being reintroduced to you're Faust right. here. I don't want Faust to be gone here you're after right. session one. You're right, you're right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm right. just throwing that out there. Like,
1: <laughs> um, I roll. He can blink once, and then I have to roll to see if he can blink immediately after that. And if he gets a... Uh, I roll a d6, and if he gets a 4 to 6, he can immediately teleport again. If he doesn't, then he's there for an action.
4: Okay. Hmm.
0: The old man pops his head back out again. And he just says, "What? Why are you why are you delaying? Come! Come!" And he kind of pops back in. <laughs> I, I can only hold it for so long. For
1: so long. Come um, on. Fine, let's go. Uh Cassian disengages and races
3: towards the portal with okay. Faust at his heels.
0: All right. The other two you're going to go to Rictus. i will
3: go to and shout towards Moa to uh to fly back down here and in, involve <laughs>
2: You're right. right. I'm way over my head. <laughs> all right. Hold so, Boa, you, you do, you come back and swoop right down in there.
0: Yep. You swoop back down, come in and bracket says, you're going through, he yells, you know, I will find you. I'll find you. And as you, you go through the portal, um, you suddenly kind of just, everything goes black, but then you just begin getting all these flashes of, of lights and different colors and, um, you know, uh, evil imagery and happy imagery just all different things i mean you guys have never well you have cassie and been through uh, possibly something similar to this before um but then suddenly you just appear and you kind of hit the ground and fall and um you look in front of you and you could tell you're, you're just kind of in the middle of the forest and in front of you is a small little shack and this old man standing there again and he's, he's the one who kind of popped his head through the portal. And he's standing there in kind of these, these tattered robes. Um, his hair is just all disheveled. And, you know, he's got this kind of scraggly beard. And he he's just says, did you find it? Did you retrieve it? The amulet? Did you get it?
3: Do we know you?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, well, yes, I, I, I organized the party and sent you to get, retrieve the amulet. Do you not remember?
1: No. We don't remember anything. Oh.
0: I saw... It was Gorimog. I saw him. He was there. He was the one holding the amulet up there. He probably cast a spell that... Oh, must have wiped your memories for a little bit. Well, I'm... And he, you can tell he's just all fidgety. He's all crazy. His hand's all over the place. He's like, I'm... Oh, and he's going to rub it in his face. And he goes, I'm Raymond. Raymond. And... I gathered this party for you to go and and capture the amulet because we just we need to retrieve it. You you don't know anything here. Come in, come in, come inside, and I'll and rest for a little while. I'll, I'll get you some food and I'll, I'll fill you in on everything when we get inside. And He walks in, heading towards the house to get you guys to come in. Yeah, I'll follow. Him. Yep. Yeah, we'll follow. Okay. So, you guys, you follow him in, and, and you go and It's just kind of this rickety old shack. There's um, you know, a cauldron kind of in the corner that um, has some stew. Well, I say a cauldron, but like a, a black pot of some kind where there's some sort of food kind of cooking in there, like a little stew over a fire. Um, there's a little bedroll in the corner, no other bed in the place. It's a little one-room shack. Um, but there is a table with four chairs to it. Now where you guys can sit, there's a bookshelf with a bunch of books kind of up there and kind of strewn across the table is all papers and just all different, um, I don't know, some vials and, and things like that. Just kind of all knocked over and all that. And he goes over and he, he, he's kind of rummaging through the paper and he's like, okay, sit, 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 sit. Okay. So I, I, I went to Windvale and, and found you, you adventurers. I had heard stories of of you and, and the many things that you've been able to do, uh, well, really of just the two of you, and and you happen to have this third person with you, this this uh, new this new uh, fey elf uh, with you, and um, I, I thought maybe that you could help me retrieve the amulets. And um, many many nights ago, an elf came to my shack, and he was he was bleeding, and uh, he was dying, and and he came in and, and asked for help, and and I told him, or he told me, um, that the demons. Um, had re- had stolen the amulet, and when he said demons, I-, I assumed he meant the orcs, and that they were going to do something with the amulet. But he didn't know what. But it needed to be retrieved, and I I did the best I can could, but I couldn't save him, and and he died, and so I knew there was something within his voice that I needed to retrieve the amulet. So I again I went to Windvale, gathered this party, and you know I- I'm in no shape to. To be doing it myself, so I needed you to go do it. I filled you in, and you said you were willing to do it, and I sent you off, and you went to where uh, the Nagas tribe is, and and that's all I know. What what you don't remember anything? What what do you remember? What did you see? We woke up in a jail cell. Hmm.
2: Did you send did us it, there it? by portal, or did we, did no, we know I, where this place is?
0: I I can only conjure portals every every so often it's not something that i can do but we we, but we did have planned that i would get you out and with with the small stone that was that was on the the fey elf here and you realize Cassian, that you had a small stone in your pocket and it's uh is this magical stone where he could basically find your location and know where you are and so he gave you the time that you guys have kind of allotted to and he was able to open the portal at that location And, of course, when he opened it up, he saw what he saw. But I I did see Goramag. See apple tag. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yes, Goramag, the the elf or the orcish warlock that was there, he probably cast a spell of amnesia on you, and that's probably why you forgot what had happened. But um, I saw he had the amulet when I glimpsed through the portal. Do you know what he was trying to do with it? What what was he doing?
2: Raising... uh... Or God, it seemed.
0: Hmm. Yeah, trying to resurrect him. Hmm. It looked as if he was stabbing that other orc in the eye. Or well, Jaldar, I know that's Jaldar, but he was stabbing him in the eye with it. I don't know if that would be enough to raise a god of the orcs. Did did they tell you they were going to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is not good. And he kind of runs over to his bookcase and he kind of starts rummaging through the books and kind of trying to flip through. And he's trying to find things. And
1: uh, um, wow. as he's doing all this, I'd like to do. Uh, I want to do a perception check just to see if there's anything else that he isn't telling us. Okay. See if he's like withholding any information.
0: Yep. Nope. That's an eight. Not that you can see. Nope. Okay you can tell that he is telling the truth, um, and he comes back with a book, and he says, "the the orc god, Grumsh, Grumsh is, is the the orcish god." Um, mm,
2: yes, that's the one.
0: Is that you heard that name? Is that what he said?
2: Yeah, okay. the guy one with the missing eye. Yeah. Well. Does it look like that? Any pictures in there?
0: Yeah, they they they, and he he shows you a picture, and it's. Um, an orc yeah with this massive just beastly orc that has just this missing eye on it and he says now it makes sense that's why their flag the nagas tribe that's why their flag has that missing eye that's their plan now i know recently jaldar's father jaldana had just died and i bet you jaldar plans to resurrect that god but i don't think he could do that with just the amulet alone and i don't think just one god could be raised I think if any god is raised, it, it means it would cause some sort of imbalance. And there would be other gods that would need to be raised as well. Maybe that's the key. But I I don't have the book. Maybe you could do that. Can you go get the book? Go to the capital city of Lanier and find... That there's a book that you need to find that's in the library here. Oh, and he kind of goes back over. He's kind of getting his papers. Now, now <laughs> he's this, just this all is over the this plates. is this is fine and great, but I've actually
1: got my own pressing matters to attend to myself. I still don't remember any of you, and despite what you say, this doesn't change the fact that I have people that
0: I'm looking for as well that may be in mortal danger themselves. Okay, so as he's going through his papers, he's kind of sitting there, and he holds his hand up and just. Does one snap and immediately, every memory you guys have had, the spell of clarity, he just snaps right back to you. Your past everything. You remember now being tasked with going to the tribe and what happened to you there. And you were able to confront Jaldar and, and Goramog, causing the spell of amnesia on you and being put into the prison cells and how you met up. And the two of you, Rictus and Moa, you remember your previous adventures in Windvale together and how you met... Cassian, when he came in, somehow just out of the wilds had come into the city of Windvale and somehow you friended him at the tipsy hag and tasked him to come out with you. And he just begins still continuing through his papers and he comes back and he says, what could possibly be more pressing than the end of the world? Huh? Tell me.
1: Family matters I care not to get into right now. But trust me, I don't say that lightly.
0: Well, if there is no world, you cannot have any family matters. What would we need
1: to do to get this book?
0: Well, you would need entry number one into the library, which is, of course, in the the capital city. Um, I just, I need to find the name of it. Um, Yes, here it is.
2: You have a library card. Any uh, outs- over but, outstanding due?
0: <laughs> I well, I've, and some of these books may be a little old and, and maybe <laughs> due back. But I'm not going to task you to bring those in. But um, the 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 tomb of the or the tome the tome of the unbound that is the book that you need to get the tome of the unbound, and maybe that will shed light on what it is that we need to do um, to do it. But you will need to again go to linear, get to the library and i mean you could tell them i sent you i I don't know if they'll let you in because of that but there may be another way in at that point but i need you to to go there um and along the way of course you'll you'll pass through windvale Um, and if you have any pressing matters that you need to take care of but you know do take haste to get that book because time is of the essence i don't know i again i don't think that you could resurrect a god just with that one amulet And just by sacrificing one orc's eye would be enough. Um, But from the look of the fight you guys have been in and from what I have seen, it seems he's pretty dead set on doing that. So I'm sure he will do anything he can to do it.
2: Okay. So uh, where in relation to where we are and... Uh, those two towns is the orc settlement Uh, the orc settlement is
0: east so the orc settlement is east you guys are kind of here in the center to get to windvale you got to go north and then it's kind of northwest to uh, kind of follow the road there which will then lead you to the capital city kind of at the base of the mountains there's a road that goes to kind of get to there
2: all right any don't other information it. you have that would help us?
0: Not much other than, you know, I, I, like I said, there was, there was an elf that showed up. He died. I don't know. He's, he's buried in the back. You're, you're welcome to. <laughs> what do you know This elf's name? No, he never told me his name In his dying breath. He just told me to get the amulet. That was it. He told me the fate of the world depended on it and I believed him.
2: So do you know anything about this amulet?
0: I don't, unfortunately.
2: Or this book will tell us more. That's why right. need.
0: We need the information. Yeah. Can you
1: can you portal us to Lanier? <laughs> Not right now.
0: No. Like I said, it <laughs> takes me days to be able to do that.
1: How how convenient.
0: <laughs> how convenient. I'm I'm, I'm losing um, my arcane abilities, as the years go on. Once you hit forty, it's all downhill from there.
1: I should make a pill for
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> um you're you're welcome to rest in my humble abode i have one bedroll in the corner that um one of you can take if you want
2: oh it's okay we have a room at the uh the old hag or no starlight star starlight in. in yes um uh, we'll get rested up there and maybe maybe get some horses or or something to Help with the journey. How far is it to? Um, um it's about. Places, I guess. I'd say probably about half a day,
0: and it's about dusk right now. So, I don't know. It might be worth maybe hanging out here. But Windvale or to Windvale to, to Windvale. Wind yeah, to get to the capital city. I mean, we're looking at probably two to three days to get there. Sure.
2: Well, we we have like supplies for camp, right? Yeah, you do. So. We could camp in the backyard, or (laughs) did did this elf? Did
1: this elf that came through have anything on him before you buried him?
0: Uh, Just just the leather armor that he had. He had a bow and arrow and a dagger, and that was it. He was bleeding rather profusely from his chest. He had a wound Um, in his chest. Can I have the other dagger? Sure. And he just kind of points over. It's over in the corner. And then you see amongst all the other just clutter and all that in his room under you know, some papers and books over there. You see the, the dagger. And he just points it, points to it over there. Um
1: it, can I do a perception check to see if I recognize anything like out of the ordinary about this dagger or if it's just like a regular dagger? Sure. Uh, 24.
0: 24. Okay, so. You don't you don't realize anything or, or pick up on anything really magical about it. Uh, but you can tell that this dagger has seen some things, that there is some history there, that it is an aged dagger, but it's been very well kept. And it almost seems like it would be a dagger that maybe potentially would have been handed down kind of through the years, um, you know, maybe from a father to his son or something like that. And it has seen some yeah. battle, definitely, for sure.
1: Cool. Um, yeah, I guess did we d- did we decide we were going to
3: stay here for the night?
4: <clears>
3: the <throat> well, whole time, uh, Richtus has been very quiet and visibly anxious. He finally <laughs> said, "We have to make it. We have to get the wind bill fast."
2: Okay, we'll set off tonight. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, just take Thank the stone. Answer, take Ray. the stone again, Cassian. I don't know when we will use it. I mean, last time we just set a time frame of two days. You told me to portal to locate you and to find it. What would you like me to am do I, this
1: time? Am I also able to... Are we able to see where you are using this stone? Does it work both ways? No. That doesn't seem fair, but... Uh, oh, I guess how long? How long did you say uh, it was to get to Lanier from here? Three days. Sorry.
0: We'll say three days.
1: Uh, so if we're not back in a week, okay. Maybe does that sound one week from I today? Am, I'm that open to great. the party if we're yep. not back.
0: Okay. Sounds
2: good. All right.
0: In case you guys are going to take off.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, can we do a... No. Yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah. Okay.
2: Pack up. Head out. Okay. Start
0: so, Um. You guys, fairly safe trip. You know, you, you come across maybe some wildlife kind of along the way. Um, nothing really though that's threatening to you um, you know even though this is the wilds um, it seems that maybe the presence of Raymond kind of in that area has kind of seemed to stem off some of the other creatures there from the things that they've seen him be able to do um, between there and Windvale and, and as you're following the road you could see as a, as a, as you get closer to Windvale it starts to kind of open up a little bit and then you know suddenly far on the horizon you begin to see some lights up there and by this point it's 11 12 o'clock at night um, found this on the web. oh oh nice that's nice siri found something the on my fa- watch the fantasy the, web the fantasy web <laughs> um you get closer to In the, the city and you do see there is one guard kind of up there uh he immediately recognizes moa and rictus and just kind of gives you the nod you know as you you kind of walk into town um at this point many of the patrons have uh kind of gone to bed uh the tipsy hag is going to be open for eh, maybe about another 30 minutes or so um and uh, the Starlight Inn is is there, um, but the whole market is pretty much shut down. Nobody else is in the market. Um, so, where do
2: you guys want to go, Richtus? What was so pressing we had to get back here for?
3: Uh I need to. Do you need our help, or you
2: got some personal stuff to do? Need to check on my family. Oh, okay.
1: Like your mom and dad, or like. So your
3: wife yeah, and your kids and a wife and child uh oh it's like that bad things are happening and i want to make sure that they're going to be safe
0: okay now Rick, okay. are they in Windvale in winville
3: Winvale. um okay and i would um want to check to see how would how would someone just a regular citizen from Windvale to the capital
0: how would they get there
3: just walk would there be some type of like
0: uh there 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 is you know for some money you can pay for you know a little horse and and buggy type thing to kind of bring you there um that seems to be more for the richer people i mean windvale is more for um like adventurers and that that are kind of there um you know maybe you do run some sort of quest or something in in windvale and get enough money to hire someone to do that or to to fare you there but most people either go by horseback um or would just walk it it from there how much would it cost to buy a horse to buy a horse um to
3: use, to use a horse to get from Windville to the capital
0: well the stable isn't open right now we'll <laughs> right <laughs> just in, in theory um damn I don't, I don't
2: know how much a horse i have should to cost. have to check the stock prices in the morning
0: yeah
1: Right now, you won't
2: know the prices till the morning. Let's put it that way.
1: like, are you, you going to buy a horse? Are you going to rent a
3: horse and return it? Are you <laughs>
0: got shoes on them horse? I would,
3: if if we're able to, I would like to go find uh, family in Windvale, uh, give them what gold I have, um, and tell them that at any in any sign of danger or any any type of alert that they would need to that they would need to leave somehow, some way, whether it be using the gold or just running foot to head to the capital.
0: Okay. Now your wife, of course, is somewhat used to this because you're kind of coming and going constantly. Um, she's always sad to see you leave, but she understands because you're able to still provide for the family. Yeah, she's
3: going to show up, give money and food, and leave again.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you're doing the right thing. So, yeah, so but, she just kind of nods. Yeah. And, and you know, this is in the middle of the night, so, you you know, the kids are still asleep, um, and you can see them both kind of over in their bed. You got two kids? How many kids? Two. Two, okay. So you see the two kids kind of in the back, you know, just sleeping. And, um, you know, she, she says to you, you know, it's always too soon that you come and go. I wish someday you could just stay.
3: One day. One day we can. But she, now it's too dangerous. And she just gives you a hug and
1: Aww.
3: sees you off right and I'll leave find my companions um so I are we at the tipsy hag
1: I don't know where do you guys want to go Is that what, uh i well I guess those are the
2: we'll hey, get something to eat we're tired from walking half a day yeah and then we'll we'll we can uh get a room at the starlight inn afterwards
0: okay um
1: Like to ask the 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 barkeep, okay, if they nice, if they've seen anyone, um, if anyone has come through, you know, the place or come through town that they know of, uh, from a long like from very far away, someone like people who've come through town who clearly aren't from these parts.
0: Okay, so as you, as you um, approach the bar. Um, you know, you're kind of looking at it and you don't really see any bartender really there, but then you suddenly see kind of these hands kind of come up on the, on the counter and kind of wipe in the counter. And then you, you see kind of another little shuffle come over and just, you see these two little eyes come up and it's this old, short dwarfish woman, just kind of in shambled kind of clothes that, and she says, what'll I get you? Hey, Blanche. Whoa. Hey, hey moa how you doing <laughs> good to see you again just a regular just a, okay so she kind of leaves goes over coughs, coughs into the towel puts it back up <laughs> on the counter goes over gets the drink for you pours it kind of puts it back yeah. up on there and she says what about you rick
3: this same for me mm-hmm. strong stuff
0: yep goes back over gets the strongest ale that you uh that she knows you like puts it back up there and what'll it be for you new
1: guy um, I was wondering if you actually had any any
0: tea on you. Ain't got tea here. Yes. I, got, I can go get some leaves in the back and just boil them uh, up a little no. bit and get some, uh, uh, some
1: tea if you <laughs> want that. That's, that's very, very sweet of you. I, I'll just have one of what the other. You want the
0: strong have. one or you want the one the Birdman drinks? Uh What's the strong one? Strong, Surprise, okay. Me. She goes back over, coughs, coughs in the towel again gets the the drink and just kind of puts it back up there and then dips the towel in some water and just starts wiping the counter down again.
1: Um, and so this is where I'll ask her if, besides us, if she's seen anyone from out of these parts, anyone who uh, seems like they haven't fit in
0: uh Come no you know just kind of the normal coming through you got the the drows that are always coming through here you got the, the i don't know there's been some goblin creatures coming through here i mean that's kind of been kind of new um but other than that nope same old same old your little perception friend there check. kevlin he's been running around here looking for you too i don't know
1: can it perception check yep just for funsies <laughs> yeah uh that is a 22
0: 22 she is as honest as can be no no deception at all in blanche she's just giving it out there thank you very much and i'll what's your name kid uh my name my name is cassian nice to meet you cassian you mind if i call you cass
1: um I, i actually i prefer cassian that is that is my name, Cassian. Nah. Uh, Kids these do, days, and she just turns around. Do you have a? Do you have a problem if? <laughs> she oops, just walks away. <laughs> All right. <Okay. laughs> All right.
2: Yeah, that's Blanche. She'll. Uh... <laughs> She's unique that one, but she makes hell of a drink.
1: All right. Um, so stay here for the evening and then I guess head on towards Lanier.
2: Yeah. We'll go back to the inn and spend the night there.
1: No. Forgive me for asking. Um, I know I have all my memories back, but, uh, what originally brought you two together?
2: Man, it seems so long ago. well, what was that well, Oh yeah man. we similar to
3: to that just there is is we uh woke up after a long night with blanche and her drinks and and uh ended up uh went looking for looking for a drow and uh we found him and that that drow was uh, helping kidnap uh kidnap young gnomes young girls girls young, yeah just girls girls and uh it turns out that, the, that these goblins were trying to um trying to resurrect their god
2: yes uh, we maggobliat were...
0: maggobliat
3: but bless you but... <laughs> we were able to to shut them down for the time being
2: yeah just a couple of adventurers looking looking to make some coin make our way through well, th-
1: this seems to be a common theme around these parts, people trying to resurrect gods. I it seems so. It's not something that I like to dabble in. Um, you two seem like very honorable fighters, very honorable adventurers. Um, but I must tell you, I have my own pressing matters to get to after we do this. I give you my word that I would help recover this book and we can end this. But after that, I... I have to be on my
3: way.
2: Understood. I think
3: the same goes for us. Okay.
0: All right. So you're going to call it a night and head to the starlight? Yep. Okay. So you guys um, basically shut the bar down. Like I said, it was only going to be open about 30 more minutes. At this point, Blanche is kind of ushering everybody out. She's like, all right, get out of here. I'll be open again in the morning. Pushing everybody out, and um,
1: before uh, before we leave, Cassian uh, he takes one sip of the strong stuff, and immediately starts, <laughs> <laughs> and um, just kind of pushes it away as he gets up, leaves the table.
0: Okay. All right, so you walk out the door, and um, you know at this point again the marketplace shut down. Uh, you're kind of heading towards the starlight, and um, you hear a voice behind you, "Hey." hey, hey, there you are, and come running over as a, the small gnome, and, and immediately Moa and Rictus realize it's it's Kevlin, who you met last time, who was the one that taxed, or uh, had tasked them with going out to find his friend, who was taken away, and he goes, oh, there you are. Hi.
2: Hey, Kev, still in the friend zone?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah still, still kind of awkward in the friend zone, yeah. Um, That's all right. But You'll get there, I, bud. I just hadn't seen you in a while. What, what? Where were you? What, what, what's been going on?
2: Oh, we'll tell you all about it uh, another time. What's what's happening here? Oh, just
0: same old, same old, you know. I'm, Lily's just still, you know, we're working with her father, and, and we're still, you know, holed up in our apartment, <coughs> and I'm not really doing much other than just baking goods like I always do. And And that's... That that that's me. That's Kevlin. That's that's me. But yeah, that- I, I I just wanted to say hi because you're my two best friends and and yeah. <laughs> he just kind of awkwardly kind of just kind of walking oh away, God. and you could tell he's been sitting there waiting all day to try <laughs> to see the two of you. Let's see you. Uh,
2: all right, here. thanks, Kev. Good to see you, buddy. We'll we'll uh, we'll head over in the morning for some of your morning special there.
0: Okay, I'll see you in the morning. I'll have it ready. All right.
2: Any As guys? we kind of start to walk away from him, I want to pat his head. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: okay.
0: <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys head over to the starlight, and um, you walk in there, and there's just uh, an, kind of an older, elvish man that kind of runs the the inn. And um, he just sees the two of you, and he just kind of gives you one of those. Like, he knows why you're there. Uh, and he looks at you and just goes, two, three rooms, one, you, you uh, know how what? much per room uh, it's on the house take it each each take your own room just just take it we're we're yeah. not full for the night and I know you'll be gone in the morning it's fine okay So he lets you Thanks, sir go up to your rooms and uh with that is there anything nighttime you guys want to do I mean other than that this will be a long rest um I know the only one that took damage I believe is Cassian right I don't think
2: anybody else yep yeah. Get our spells back though, at least. Yep. Just can't seem fresh. Cool. Nah, nothing else. You know, m- make my little make a little uh nest out of the bed sheets. <laughs> N- nestle yeah. up in there.
0: Alright. Um all right, so it's morning. And um you know, you all kind of awake, you come down and, you know, the the starlight innkeeper just kind of, again, points at you guys like, you know, if you need to come on back tonight, don't know if it'll be in the house. It just depends on how busy we are here, but um, you know, have a good day. Take care. Thank you again for all you do, for everybody around here. And um, as you walk out, I mean, it's a little bit mid, mid morning. It's about 10 o'clock you guys, cause you got in so late. You did sleep in a little bit. Uh, it's a nice day in windvale. And, and you see there's the markets kind of filled with all kinds of people, um, all over the place, and um, what do you want to do here? I mean, we, you know, you have the booth with uh, Kevlin and his baked goods. Uh, you yep. have Lily, who works with her father, who is the armorer. Um, there's even the potion man. There was a guy who had all the potions as well. That kind of went up to you with the coat. He kind of had all the the stuff on him. Um, he's How about the, the market market prices well.
1: on his potions? <clears throat>
0: I don't know. Cool do you dog? recall?
1: <laughs> <I> Ask my <laughs> comrades.
3: Probably
1: I pretty deep.
2: What? Probably pretty high. Okay. Um I say we go see Kevlin, get some breakfast from him.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So you go on over to Kevlin, and uh he you know, he's sitting there and he's like, Ah, you made it and he turns around immediately and he, he pulls out uh two little small um cupcakes. Kind of cupcake, like they don't have frosting on them, but they're kind of like these breakfast, like a, a muffin. A muffin, yeah. More, but but it, but there's something weird about it that you're just like, yeah, I don't know. That's it's still kind of weird. And he puts two of them up on the counter. He says, "Here, take them. You, you you can have them." Are there
3: drugs oh. in these? What? <laughs> what? Are there drugs in these? Kevins? Oh
0: no, no. There's no drugs. Uh, who 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 is this with you? And he kind of points to Cassian.
1: Um, my my name is Cassian. I just met up with these. And these don't friends. call
2: him Cass. I'll like, oh, I like. I won't if he, if he doesn't want me does to call that. him that.
1: Um. <laughs> yes, and he's cool. These two have not stopped singing your praises, <laughs> oh! Sir Kevlin, the entire time <sighs> he's in we've his been together. <laughs> They, they told me as soon as we got back, be- they said the first thing I had to do when we got back to Windvale was to try the delicious offerings of Sir Kevlin. Sir, uh, sir, I, that's what they said. I don't, I'm, you know, just meaning I'm not sure if that's your official title, so apologies if it's incorrect. Um, but what, uh, what would you suggest for a weary? traveler new to town what should i what should i try
0: from your fine goods oh i have something and he he turns around real quickly and he's kind of rummaging through everything and he he pulls out a much larger muffin cupcake thing for you and puts it on the counter and says this is what i would try if you wanted to try the best of kevlin this is it he puts it up on the on the counter for you so what is it it looks delicious well it's it's a secret recipe. Kevlin's recipe. Can't, I can't tell. I, Bacon can't tell. Well, you, what do you call it? I Surely call it. it has a name. Um, the Sir Kevlin Special. That's what it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what, what what kind of flavor should I be looking for? The best around. Oh, great. Um, well, all right. am <laughs> sure It's a very short menu here. Um. Yeah, uh, is this safe for me to split with my, uh, with my animal friend?
2: Oh, you 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 go ahead. I'll. Uh... Oh, never mind. Well. well.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I point down at, at Faust who. Um, so when when Faust is uh, when Faust teleports becomes this like glowing neon blue color, but when those powers come down, it just looks like a regular red fox. So just like trotting beside
0: me. Okay, cool.
1: Is it safe to to share with him?
0: Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Break off a piece and throw it on the ground
0: for Faust. And, and Kevin's just sitting there all at himself. His hands up by his face, He's just looking to see if, if Faust likes it. Um.
1: Should I? <laughs> uh,. I don't know what to think. Should it taste good? Should it not taste good? Uh, I mean, I
0: are you going to take a bite too? If you take a bite, it is actually oh, yeah. very well. It is or very okay. good. It, it's he's great. good. He's good. Yeah. He this because this is oh his life. This is what my. he does. He doesn't How, have a big collection, but he or selection, but he can. uh he can I bake don't some know stuff.
1: what abilities you may have, but sir, you are the most talented sorcerer of flavors and fine baked goods that I have ever had the pleasure to meet. Thank you for allowing me to experience this. It is, it is magnificent.
0: Why, thank you, Cassian. We are now friends.
1: Oh, <laughs> great. As my new friend, I was wondering if you could tell me what would be the best place to find some potions
0: in um, town here. In Windvale, it's that guy over there. He, with the long coat. He just and that, I don't know how he puts them all in his coat. He 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 just has tons of them in his coat. That's where everybody buys their potions. You know, is he the only one in town who has them? That I know of. I'm not usually buying potions, so I don't really know if anybody else has it. But he's the guy. Okay. All right. All right. Good to
1: know. Um.
0: Yep. Okay. That's Thanks, if... all right. Uh, I'll see you later. And he's waving, just very enthusiastically as you guys leave. And then you see him just kind of turn around and he kind of puts his hand over his mouth like, oh my God.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you want potions? Yeah, 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 This guy over here. And uh, Okay, so as They'll you approach the,
0: the, the uh, potion broker, we'll call him, um, you can see he's kind of talking to someone else and he's, he's taking some gold pieces and he hands over a vial of um, kind of like this black, um, shimmery liquid and he hands it over to him mm-hmm. and he just kind of nods and kind of gives the guy a wink. And then he kind of turns your way and just says, hey!
1: Can I do a quick perception check to see how many gold he was pocketing? Sure. See, like, how much this person paid?
0: Yep. <clears throat> uh, that's an 18. Five gold pieces.
1: Okay. All right. Um, hello. Uh, was told that you're the only person in town who uh, deals in <laughs> potions.
0: Why, of course. I have all the potions one- you need. He, he opens up his coat and you can see there's just potion, 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 potion. He's like a, you know, just filled with these things. But when he closes it, it almost you it's almost like they disappear when he's able to close it. Like it just kind of form fits to his body. But when he pulls it out, you can just see there's tons of vials of glass. Uh, what do you have in the way of healing potions? Oh, I got something for you, sir. And he opens up and the he kind of puts his hand over to the top row, and you can see there's um like two different sizes up there. I have two sizes for you. I have a small and I have a large. One can give you maybe half of your health back. And the other one can eh, maybe do full plus a little bit extra, maybe. Well, if it's full, then how can you get extra? Ah. It's a little bit extra, if you know what
1: I mean, my friend.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Uh, how much? How much would... How much are you asking for these?
0: Uh, the small are about five, and the large are, eh, we'll say, 12. Um, How many do you have on you? I have two of each. I'll take the lot. Really? Hmm. Oh, big spender here. Okay. So he takes out two of the small. since
1: to- I'm buying in bulk from you. Any way you could
0: knock down that price of <sighs> I'll say 30 gold for all four. Math.
1: 25 gold. I'll take all four and make sure we can buy, buy some more from you when we come back through time.
0: Hmm. Sorry, sir. Can't do that. 30 and it's yours. Or you can buy them piecemeal if you want.
1: Can I make a persuasion roll for it? Uh huh.
0: How are you going to try to persuade him? Uh, Oh, I guess I should have done persuasion
1: for that counter offer. Um, You know
0: what? I'll do the 30. Okay, I'll do the thirty and take out four. All right. So he takes all four and hands them two, and he says, "Nice doing business with you, sir. What was your name?" You can call me Cassian. Okay, Cass. I'll see you next time. And he kind of closes his coat and he just walks away. Cassian. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of, and he, as you say, he kind of throws his hand up as he's walking away from you. And goes on to the next customer over there.
2: All right, should we visit the stables to see what kind of horse deal we can get?
0: Let's go. Okay. All right, so you guys go over to, and it, it's kind of right on the outskirts of town. So you kind of walk through the rest of the market and uh, kind of start heading towards um, what is the, I guess, the north side of Windvale, um, kind of to the road that leads to the northeast that you would typically take if you were heading towards uh, the mountains, which that road then goes on to the city of Lanier. And you see the stables, and the stable master is out front, and it's a, um, a middle-aged uh, woman, blonde hair. Uh, she has, like, an uh, apron on, and uh, she's out there, and you see her just kind of cleaning up some of the hay and uh, or actually feeding some of the horses by kind of shoveling some of the hay into one of the uh, feed bales that are there. <clears throat> and as you approach, she sees you coming, and she says, Oh, hey! And she kind of leans and puts her... her uh, shovel that she had kind of down and says what can i do for you we're looking for some
2: some horses for travel
0: hmm well unfortunately i I got none for sale right now um i really can't even be renting these to you either um i kind of have these guns these ones are kind of ready to go i should have some coming back maybe the next day or so but don't have any right now um you guys going to be here in town for a little while, or?
1: We'd rather not be, hence the need for horses, but how um, long are you
0: thinking? Well, like I said, these horses will be back in a day or so, I'm hoping. Can't promise it, though. You know, once they're gone, we just, people kind of pay for them as they come back in. I got these two here, but, uh, you know, I don't know if that's going to do you much good now with, with the two of you guys and, and this bird man, but...
2: right I don't
0: think Hey (laughs) Birdman. Birdman.
1: Birdman. Uh how how far is what how does it tire you to fly? Like would you be able to fly to Lanier if we were to take horses? Or
2: not as fast as a horse these days, I'm afraid.
1: Oh, because flying speed is different. Okay. Is that is your flying speed different than like regular movement speed? Above the table, sorry?
2: Well, I don't have the stamina of a horse. I am but a bird man.
1: Bird man. Ah, yes. Bird man. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, we... I
2: think, I think we, need to, we need to set off. We We need to leave as soon as we can.
1: It's just a day from here,
2: right?
0: Uh, From from Windvale now, yeah, about a day and a half. It'll take you to, to get there.
3: I'm fine to walk. The best bet is okay. to take off on...
0: All right. So you guys begin walking. And uh, by this point, you're taking off around like 1 o'clock or so in the afternoon, we'll say. And... Um, Again, not much happening. I mean, you're passing some people kind of coming and going on the way. You see some horses go by you go going towards Windvale. Um, a little buggy kind of passes up behind you and, and goes by. And as you're following the road, you realize that the road is starting to get a little bit rougher. You know, it was, it was a nicer road kind of towards Windvale. But as you're getting out into the wilds, it's getting a little bit more, um, you know, arduous, if you want to say. There's There's, you know, more potholes and things like that in the road and and eventually it just becomes it's no longer brick it's just straight dirt um it narrows at different points and um as it's getting to be around four or five o'clock you suddenly realize that it's starting to get a little bit dark where you are and it it really shouldn't be dark at this point during the day and um as you kind of are going through it you can tell it's kind of opening up as if you're coming to another um town and you're heading kind of northeast so you're at the base of the silver uh of the silvertop mountains and you can see the mountains kind of in the back um but it's again the 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 darkness just kind of seems to be a little bit unsettling and a little not normal um and as you get a little bit closer to or continue on you start to see like a fog that's kind of seeming to to move in and um you're beginning to approach like I said, what what appears to be a town, and at this point the fog is becoming rather thick, and it's as if night now has suddenly just descended on where you are.
2: Can I do a uh, Arcana check to see if this is some sort of magic? Sure, <clears throat> gimme it. Uh, Thirteen.
0: Thirteen. So you do sense that there is some sort of arcane energy in the air; that there is something that is causing this. That. Um, above this, there should just be regular bright sky and not some sort of darkness. Um, as you get a little bit closer, you start to see kind of on the ground, um, a body off to the left and it kind of, yeah. you kind of, you both kind of, or everybody kind of like stops for a second and sees it. And it's kind of just laying in the middle of the road.
2: I'll take do an invest here. Get ready.
0: Can I do an
1: investigation check to see if there's anybody else around? Sure. See if we sense that.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Natural 20. Natural 20. So you kind of move towards the body a little bit, but try to kind of peer through the fog. And you start to realize that there's even more bodies kind of on the ground and and not just in the area where that is. Like you start, the, the fog as you move towards it kind of dissipates a little bit and kind of opens up and you start to see in front of you just all manner of bodies. You see children Adults, elderly, all just kind of strewn about the ground. Um, Many of them, and you look and it looks like their faces are just like decaying. Some of them, their faces are almost gone, but just blackened. Um, And they're just strewn all across the ground. And you start to see like kind of in one end, you know, what appears to be the buildings of this small little town that you're kind of walking into it's nowhere near the scale of windvale it's more of like a little village if you want to say Um, this isn't linear right this is no this is not linear
1: okay cool 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 i mean not cool they're all dead but
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is this is close to the base of where you would kind of head to the mountains like you're the road goes up to to the mountains and then kind of starts going to the then at that point kind of to the west because you kind of go up a little bit northwest and then start heading, following the mountains to the coast that leads to Linear. Because Linear is right on the coast. And there's just this air about the place that just is unsettling where you are. Can um, I check
2: one of the bodies? to like sure. signs of life or anything?
0: Okay, give me an investigation check. Uh, nat 20. Nat 20. Okay, so you go over to one of the bodies. Yeah, and boy. It's a um, young woman. She seems to be maybe age 22, 23. And you you kind of roll her over and her face is just... You can see where there's gouges in the face. And then in her chest, it just looks decayed. Like everything about her just looks kind of rotten. Uh, just kind of all over her body. Um, so,
2: like for a while, it, it's been like this? this you can't fraction? quite
0: tell. Um you know, you can't tell if it's... Because part of her doesn't look like that. Like, part of her... It's just kind of that general area. Like, her legs look pretty much normal. It's just kind of in her chest that is just decaying.
2: And is, no, like, her being or anything? No, she's Pulse. dead.
1: We do, and... Uh, well, I guess... I have no advantage with Arcana, but, like, a specific check on the wounds to see if they are magical-based.
2: Okay. Or, like... Medicine? Does
1: that make sense?
0: Um. Do do an arcana, do an arcana, because I think that that. Let's see what you get with that. Muted. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. So you you do look at it, and, and based on the fact that that area is rotted, but the rest of her is not, you can tell that there was something different that causes that it wasn't just that she died two weeks ago or a week ago. And she's just here decaying. Like this is something that was caused by magic. Something happened. Um, one of the houses that's kind of off to the right, you can see where um, there are shutters that are closed. It looks like there's maybe a small light kind of in there. And you almost, you suddenly all hear just like a little sound kind of there like a whisper in the house.
3: We we'll go check it out. Yeah, start headed that heading that way towards the light. Yeah. Okay.
0: So as you start, heading, you start heading towards bow out. Okay. You start heading towards the house, and you hear as you're getting closer, a scuttling kind of behind you, and then it kind of scuttles up in front of you, and then you hear, and you all look up, and there's just this green eye that is just staring at you and kind of emerging from the fog is this this creepy creature that stands on two legs but has these massive, has like only three fingers and like one claw on the bottom and it's just one massive eye with these just jagged teeth and spikes kind of all on its back and it just lets out a loud shriek and that's where we're going to stop for this week. Man. (laughs) <laughs> well, what is it for session one guys uh, okay. a little creepy at that point so great job oh, all right well that's gonna be it for session one guys that was that was fun thanks,
2: thanks man that was great
0: yep all right well we'll be back next week of course with session two picking up with the uh, crew here trying to figure out what exactly is going on um, with uh, I don't know, with this little town that you've come across, and then, of course, you're still on your quest to get the Tome of the Inbound from the city of Lanier. So, till next time, we'll catch everybody later.